The sun is shining, not a cloud in the sky. We wouldn't know cause we're so happy inside. Some people roll a boat or put on some skis. But we would rather sit on down and talk some movies. We're the Avid Endorsement. Come listen to our show. We're the Avid Endorsement. At home or on the go. We're the Avid Endorsement. What is happening? I'm Rob Lundquist. And I'm Bukes. And we are the Avid Endorsement. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How is your uh, social distancing going today? You know, it's uh, it's going all right. Now, uh, today, I don't know when these people are going to be hearing this, but today Me Minnesota <laughs> got the uh, the official uh, shelter-in-place, stay-at-home order for two weeks. We did, um, yeah. Yeah, and that press conference was, it was pretty nuts, man, the kind of numbers that they're talking about. It's kind of scary. Yeah, it's wild. And they uh, officially closed bars and restaurants up until April, or up until May, sorry. May, yeah. Yeah, so it's uh it's weird, man. It's a uh, it's very strange. <laughs> the uh the shelter in place thing doesn't really affect my household too much cuz we're already pretty much doing that anyway. Same. Yeah. So Same for um me. it seems like it's probably just going to affect businesses and things like that more. Yeah, and I think it's more uh it felt like the effort was just like to really encourage people anytime you can. You know, if you have a choice between going out on some errand to a place with a lot of people and not just choose not to. And they kind of told them more of the reasons why and stuff. So uh, it felt like the right thing to do. And I felt like he uh, communicated effectively. So that was nice. Yeah, he was great, man. I'm a yeah. big, big fan of our governor. He's great. Yeah, for sure. So it's it seems like, uh, you know hope is on the horizon but we just need to push it back a little bit <laughs> you know yeah exactly so, right yeah so it's a uh, it's wild times but i guess that means we get to uh watch more stuff <laughs> we definitely do uh speaking <laughs> of that uh what was the last movie you watched the last movie i watched uh well the last movie one of the last movies in the theater i watched was sonic the hedgehog Oh wow! You I didn't know you ended up seeing. Yeah, that. I went and saw it. It was actually when you were in Europe, so this is a bit old now. But I realized I hadn't talked about it, and I really liked it. So I wanted to let people know uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, they fixed how weird Sonic looked. And yeah, it was a, such the, a controversy. <laughs> it made a big difference. Sonic looked really cool and cartoony, and uh, you know, it's like a dumb kids movie, but it's it was pretty fun. I had a good time, and man, I have to tell you, Jim Carrey was like straight out of the 90s jim carrey it was wild that's fun yeah, i haven't it was seen like a that blast in a while the past a little bit so it was uh it was really neat it was worth watching i don't know if it's available uh to like stream or anything anywhere yet or uh, video on demand but if it is and the kids are looking for something to do yeah, probably older than your kids but uh it's it might be worth watching especially if like you were like us and you played sega and played sonic a lot um i know yes. i did anyway i'm sure oh, you did as well totally that was yeah the best. yeah right so uh it was really fun man it was a cool take on it and uh, it looks like there's gonna be more of them spoiler alert so yeah cool stuff coming up for that very cool that's yeah, awesome. how about you what's the last movie you watched uh last movie i watched um was a beautiful day in the neighborhood oh you saw it i did i saw it i saw oh, it on lovely. uh 
on the uh, the plane ride back from Europe. Nice. Um, so I was up for about 30 hours uh, and was so stressed out because we had just gotten the whole Europe ban and all that. Um, and uh, turns out, uh, watching this movie while overly stressed and no sleep makes me sob through a pretty heartwarming <laughs> film. Um, it's not like overly sad by any means. Well, you saw it. Um, yeah, but for sure, for sure. I was I was just so emotional, and um, I'll have to watch it again when I'm not so tired and see if yeah, it affects me the same way. Um, of course. <laughs> but man, I was a mess. It was really funny, um, dude. Yeah. Can I tell you something that happened to me today that was I felt like a similar reaction it just sure. in like the world that we're living in, you know, right now. So I'm watching I'm rewatching The West Wing and this isn't my Netflix thing, but you've seen The West Wing, right? Yes, and I loved so it. So for anybody that hasn't skip ahead like a minute, okay? Uh I'm at the end of season 2 and that moment when Mrs. Landingham we find out gets hit by the car. Oh yes. I like completely forgot about that because mm-hmm. there's so much other big stuff going on and it like totally sideblinded me and I was just sobbing, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> it was like I was watching, you know, Infinity War again or something. It was wild. Sure. Yeah. That's so really funny. It was just it's just one of those things that hit me just perfect at that moment, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've had that happen to me a few times. I had that happen to me in Marriage Story not that long ago. Yeah, totally. Um, I It was another time where I was like kind of tired when I watched it. And I just get, I don't know, when I'm like emotionally drained to start uh, something that yeah. is really tough to watch, then I'm just a wreck. You've just... Um, you're- your heart is open to all that pain. <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm so vulnerable and then they just it. take advantage of it. But maybe that's my deal. Maybe I'm just tired all the time. <laughs> uh, but I thought um, I thought Tom Hanks was a great Fred Rogers. Um, yeah. And it was surprising. Like, uh, Matthew it, Reese in it. I loved Matthew Reese. Um, I was surprised that it was more about Matthew Reese. Um, I know, right? I I also was surprised. I didn't know that was the aim of the story, right? And I was kind of pleasantly surprised by that, but it sounded like it threw a lot of people off. So yeah, and I I get that because I would love to see another movie uh, just about Fred Rogers and not about yeah. that journalist. I mean, he it was still a very very good movie. Totally. Yeah, um, yeah. Chris Cooper was great too. That I mean, that whole oh, yeah. dynamic really got me. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I def I definitely think it's worth seeing, and and I would like to see them redo another one. Um, but man, Tom Hanks is just the perfect Fred Rogers. It, it was it felt so effortless for him, and I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure he put a lot of work into it, but yeah, man, it felt so natural, and I loved it. Did you see the doc back in the day? The other yes. one, and that one I also saw on a plane, and also was a mess. I, oh, that's I think right. I cried. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I think I cried more in that. Um, yeah. Because, oh, man, it's See, just... I kind of was, like, okay with them taking it a different direction because I thought that doc was so good. It was. That it was almost like, well, I mean, do we really need to see this again with, just with someone else playing the part? You know what I mean? Almost. So I get um, that. But I, I hear you, and I'm never going to turn down more Mr. Rogers. So. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Tom Hanks do that scene in the dock where he is like testifying yes. in some sort of I court. I did hope that that would be covered, for sure. I'm with that you. That would have been really cool. So cool. But oh, that's anyway. such a cool moment anyhow. Yeah. Um, you. you can definitely go and rent that, um, like, you know, VOD style. Um, yeah, sure. 
So if people are are interested in that, I don't think you'll cry as much as I did. Um, It is heartwarming, but it's by no means like a super sad movie. So don't. Oh yeah, yeah, no. um, It's more touching. Deter you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, What are you streaming, bud? Uh, I watched. uh, It's kind of taken over the interwebs uh, while we're all on quarantine. But I watched King Tiger. Have you heard about this? I have series. Have, how how far though? no how far into it are you oh the whole way baby how long is it uh it was uh what was it like seven episodes i think our episodes are just like uh, yeah somewhere in that close. neighborhood cool. 40 minutes to an hour for sure got you got you um tell me all about it it was super I- weird uh it was uh yeah it was really it's it's just it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I saw, uh, actually, Ian Carmel, uh, one of the guys from All Fantasy Everything that we took the drafting idea from, or sort of borrowed it from them. He tweeted today, he was like, they did something I never thought was possible. They put a show on cocaine. Not the people in the show. The actual <laughs> show itself is on cocaine. And I was nice. like, that's very apt. It is. So the main story is about uh, big cats and like sanctuaries and zoos uh sort of in the southeastern u.s area and then them fighting with uh animal conservation groups and like uh animal rights groups and stuff uh but like literally there's no way i could encompass this whole thing into one statement because there are twists and turns like you get like 10 of them in the first five minutes of the show like it's crazy and these people are nuts and it's really compelling it's a very compelling TV. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, you don't want to give stuff away, though? I, I just don't know, like, what I could give away. There's, uh, there's like, crazy stuff about, like, open sexual relationships. There's murder plots. There's uh, the FBI is involved. The CIA is involved at one point. There's, like, people getting limbs bit off by tigers and things there's tigers getting killed it's it's insane at one point someone runs for governor and then president (laughs) as well like it is it's wild dude it's the wildest thing ever huh yeah it's crazy but it's it's a fun thing to watch if you're looking for something you know to just be like well maybe the world isn't so crazy (laughs) you know like i guess this is all fine <laughs> well i am very intrigued now i'll have to watch that when the kids go down that's yeah great. it's it's super interesting and uh, it's fun to watch and like if there's uh, there's a little bit of stuff if you don't like seeing like animals mistreated you might not love parts of it um, oh those will be the parts that i love i bet that'll be oh, fun boy. ouch oh boy <laughs> Yeah, i'm kidding no, who likes <laughs> watching animals get i know but hurt. some people are like really sensitive to it you know and sure nothing yeah. like egregious happens in this that i can remember off the top of my head but it's definitely there but also i was gonna you know counteract that point by saying there's also some like beautiful shots of all these animals like little you know tiger cubs and lion cubs and stuff and then the big cats and stuff it's really cool like you know, you get to see some cool animals as well. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. How about you? What have you been watching on the Netflix? Um, I rocked out uh, Hunters on Amazon. I've talked to you a little bit about it, but I oh, didn't talk yeah, about yeah. it on the pod. Right. Um, I, I loved this show and realized that I had no idea that we brought Nazis to the U.S. and had them work in high-level positions. Had no idea. 
Um, so it's been kind of interesting watching these really great entertaining shows that are like teaching me parts of, uh, American history that I had no idea, like Watchmen, right. for example, yeah, that whole, right, right, right. uh, massacre that had no idea. Um, so I felt a little bit like that with this. Um, and yeah, it just made me feel kind of silly, but, uh, Pacino is friggin' amazing, Sure. And I feel like he's doing some of his best work right now uh, with this yeah. and the Irishman. Which is crazy. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fun to see him doing so well so late in his career. He's he's killing it. I agree. Um, the cast is really fun. I even kind of like uh, Josh Radner, who is uh, my least favorite part of How I Met Your Mother. Um, he has kind of a fun oh, is role. is he in it? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't it's checked a very, this out yet. I know you recommended it, but. Yeah, it's good. And it's a very like ensemble cast. Um, okay, cool. Uh, Dylan Baker, who you'd recognize uh, as Owen from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, sure. Um, he's been in bit parts in a ton of, he's a great character actor. It's one of my favorite things I've ever seen him do. Um, But yeah, I would highly recommend watching this all the way through. There can be some lulls in the middle. Uh, but it's oh, definitely sure. worth sticking out all the way to the end because it gets crazy. Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite meal, buddy? What have you been eating? Uh, so, you know, as I've been inside, I've been exploring my, my cooking vein a little bit more. And I made some beautiful andouille sausages the other day. Uh, nice. And then I uh, made some fries in the toaster oven, and they were just a delight. It was a nice little meal, uh, and I loved it. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool it's not a very um, big meal but it was tasty so like when you do fries like are they like the crinkly kind or do you like so i cut them up went, yourself i went to the store the other night and was like you know i might want some fries throughout this craziness um so i bought one bag of crinkle fries and then one bag of hand cut fries because i didn't know which one was going to be better so i had hand cut today or when i had those i had them that day uh, and the crinkle fries are next up in the rotation. Uh, yeah, I got to go crinkle cut all the I way. I love crinkle That's, cut for sure. It's got to be great. See, the these other ones I was intrigued by because they had like a little bit of a like a batter on the outside of them. And I was wondering how they'd be in the toaster oven. And they yeah. were pretty good. I think I'd still rather have crinkle fries with a little Lowry over top. But Ooh. these were pretty good. And I got I, I was okay with them. Can I just say that uh, this whole staying at home and being so close to my fridge the whole time is not helping me lose any LBs? <laughs> uh, strange you should say that. I'm having the opposite effect. That's amazing. I, I wish really that was happening I really well on me. a schedule for some reason. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, maybe it's, maybe it'll be, uh, maybe it's just because I'm not eating uh, out at restaurants so much. <laughs> so it'll even sure, offer yeah. something, you know? <laughs> Or I'll See, make I just, poorer choices as time goes on. When when I'm like out and about and I'm busy, I just like won't eat as much. But when I'm sure. home and it's all right there, oh man. Oh yeah. Well, see, I've definitely had to be like, I need some fruits around for snacking. I have wasabi peas for when I need a little crunch. You know. Oh, but it's totally. Not like yeah. Super caloric. You know. So I'm definitely trying to make smart choices for sure. <laughs> yeah. The the stuff that I'm eating is like what I'm like used to eating, and I'm not like you're just eating more you know, of it. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's I get terrible. that. For sure. For sure. But yeah. Anyway, it's speaking easy to of do, that's oh, for sure. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, speaking of uh, me eating, uh, my place that I went to was in uh, Prague, one of my favorite cities in the world. Oh, I need um, to go there so badly. Dude, it's great, and you would love it so much. It's yeah. such a cool vibe. It's one of the coolest like old towns um, out of any of the European cities. That uh, It's just... It's so cool. It's such a fun vibe of like new and old and especially like architecture and so many different sites and stuff. But yeah, that's cool. um, I went to this place that uh, Tim found called the uh, Globe Bookstore and Cafe. Um, And I was kind of on a weird schedule when I was out in Europe. I usually get up really early and go get breakfast and whatever. Um, We had a lot of times where we wouldn't even get into a city until like 11 So I was tending to kind of like sleep in a little bit longer. So I was missing breakfast a lot. And that's like one of my favorite meals of the day. Yeah, that's not like you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we got into Prague. We got in like about 10 or 11, uh, went to the hotel, got showered up. And Tim found a place that served breakfast all day. So I was like, yes, I'm there. Right. Um, And this place was great, man. It had like you know, like a big American breakfast with sausage and bacon and eggs and it had hash browns and toast. And, um, it was really great. You don't, you just don't see that very often. So I was all about it. Um, their coffee was great. Europe seems to do coffee better, uh, over there than here. That's definitely Um, what I hear for sure. Yeah. And it's just a cool vibe. Uh, it's just little bookstore. And then in the back there's the cafe and, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed myself very much. I'm going to keep going back there every time we're back in Prague for sure. That's awesome, dude. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, should we do some pluggerinos? Yeah, let's poo pluggerino. I like that. <laughs> I Switch forgot it what up. I usually call it. What do I call it? Plugaroony, but oh, I like Reno. Plugarino. I like to keep you on your toes. Yeah. And also well, I'm dumb and don't remember what I call things. <laughs> well, you got fun nicknames for things and I enjoy it. Thanks, buddy. Well, you guys can visit us if you want to hear more of those fun nicknames over on the Twitter machine where we're at Avid Endorsement with a Z or Facebook.com slash the Avid Endorsement. Or over on Instagram, we're at The Avid Endorsement as well. Uh, you can also go to our website, www.theavidendorsement.com, where you guys will see our top five list from the week prior. Uh, we just had another vote today uh, to see whose list they liked better, and I won. So this is really Congrats going well. again. Yeah, yeah, you're really on a roll. We're really doing this well. I like it for sure. Uh, so there's tons of places to go. Make sure to rate and review us anywhere you guys listen. But if you really want to hang out with us, the cool place to be is patreon.com slash the avid endorsement it's a great time over there you guys um and we're doing a bunch of cool things we're starting this whole netflix party thing um by the time you've heard this we've already done it once and i'm just assuming it was amazing it was Um, awesome i couldn't believe how much fun we had we all just laughed and laughed laughed and laughed (laughs) such a great experience um but uh, one of the perks that our patrons get is a shout out on the podcast so i'd like to give Efren Diaz, Liz McDaniel, Marsha Griziak, Mary Fox, Nanette Walkley, Ruth Kood, Vicki Herman, and Beverly Pilcher. A big shout out. Thank you so much, you guys. We really appreciate you. Um, Another perk that our patrons get is getting to listen to an extended version of the pod. We like to call podcast and chill. Mm. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, different drafts. And for this movie, we're going to do our top five animated films ever oh, wow it's gonna be so crazy i'm Dude, nervous about so this many one. there's a lot so of many to choose from yeah yeah there are and i feel like i feel like there's so many to choose from that i don't even know if we'll really like you know get on Butt each other's at all? 
Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I so. think it's going to be a lot of like, oh, you're right. That is amazing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. totally. That's okay, though. Yeah, it'll be fun. In, in this time of the, uh, you know, social distancing, we need to uh, support each other. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> nice. Love it. Next up in coming attractions <laughs> is going to be Hook. So that'll be fun. Yes, I'm very excited for that. We're even going to have my sister on. Uh, it. We're just going to get every family member that I have yeah. uh, on this podcast. Rufio, uh, Rufio, Man, we just ah. we loved that movie so much and just so had good. to have her come on. So it's going to be I can't great. wait. It's going to be a blast for sure. So that's coming up. Uh, but we're here today to talk about another great movie. Uh, it's called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And we decided uh, we were going to bring in, you know, our own web of characters with us. And we had Ugh. to bring them in from all the way on the left coast. Let's give it up for Sammy and Chance. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? So doing good. great. So glad to have you guys back. Always a pleasure to be here. Um. How are things out in your neck of the woods? What's going on with all this social distancing? Um, life hasn't changed too, too much for us besides like just going out to restaurants and bars. That's pretty much ceased. But um, right. But we we're pretty good at social distancing. So <laughs> social distancing yeah. is a dream for me. I wish it were under much better circumstances for the world. But uh, we're right. making the best <laughs> right. of it. You know, we just getting a little stir crazy in our tiny apartment here yeah. in Los Angeles. I my, get that for my, sure. My poor back hurts. Yeah, we don't have a couch here because we've got a studio apartment. So it's either like our kitchen stools or our our desk chair or our bed. Oh, I so, bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. We're gonna need to like make you some sort of uh, desk so you can sit on the ground with a nice backrest. Oh, I'm already. Then... I've already looked into Amazon for one of those like <laughs> pillow nice. chairs. Yeah, yeah, like right. Kids right. and uh, geriatric people use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sammy is both somehow, so that's gorgeous. Yeah. It's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, good to hear that it's all going pretty well for you guys. Uh, you, I think our fans know you guys, but let's just remind them that they can follow you guys in your cool projects. Uh, Sammy, the Sammy Jones, S A M I Jones.com at, uh, where you guys can see a lot of her writing. You can see her photos. It's all super cool and super interesting. So check that out. Cause I've loved reading it myself. <laughs> I know that. Uh, and then Roguery Galactic is a thing that Sammy and Chance are involved in, and I come around every once in a while as well. And uh, it's a fun, uh, what would you call it, role-playing, but in a Star Wars universe? Is that yeah. fair to say? It's uh, like basically tabletop role-playing with Star Wars set, and none of us know what we're doing, so that makes it even more fun. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Chance, you're doing the for sure the bulk of the work on that by coming up with the story and keeping us uh, vagabonds in line and stuff. So yeah. it's, it's been really fun so far. There's two episodes out of it uh, as the as of the point when you guys will hear this and uh, another one coming soon. That's right. Yeah, so super fun. Uh, but we're here today, guys, to talk about uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, a yes. super fun movie. Uh, and Rob, I think you should get us started with a rough synopsis. All right, we will do. 
Bitten by a radioactive spider, Brooklyn teenager Miles Morales suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into the one and only Spider-Man. When he meets Peter Parker, he soon realizes that there are many others who share his special high-flying talents. Miles must now use his newfound skills to battle the evil Kingpin, a hulking madman who can open portals to other universes and pull different versions of Spider-Man into our world. World. Cool. Good read. Thanks. Uh, next, we'll go to Rotten Tomatoes. Critics had this movie at 97%. Wow. One wow. of the few times that I agree with the critics. That's great. Dude, it's so Seriously. high. That's crazy. Love it. Uh, and then audience members, just a few clicks below that, at still like a just rocket of a 93%. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Very Super high. duper fresh. I was able to find one bad review. Uh, This is from Jake Wilson of something called The Age. I had to go way down under to find this review. Uh, He's from Australia, where you guys have all been. (laughs) Uh, And Jake says, like the very knowing writing, these visual pyrotechnics are underwritten by a sense of strain, as if someone somewhere were terrified of viewers losing interest. And I don't get that at all. It doesn't make any sense. It was too visually appealing. Is that what he's upset yeah. about? He doesn't like the the visual pyrotechnics and the underwritten sense of strain. Hmm. He sounds like a real curmudgeon to me. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what Jake's problem is. Jake, do you need a <laughs> hug? Because if you wait six months, we may be able to give it to you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's get a good one next. Uh, this is Ty Burr of the Boston Globe. Ty says... A pop art roller coaster ride with soul. It can dazzle even a sick of superheroes doubter with two hours of thoroughgoing delight. Take the kids. Better yet, take the kid in yourself. Oh. I know. I thought that was nice. The kid in myself. That's yeah. wonderful. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, well, should we do a little hot take action? Yeah. Let's get your hot take. Ooh, Ooh spicy. Mm, that's a hot take. Well, I'll go first. Uh, so I, I have an admit. Uh, I have an admission that I need to make to you guys. I know that I'm always like super optimistic about things. I'm probably too easy on movies. Uh, not blast from the past. I think I was very fair on that. But otherwise, <laughs> I think you know I, you can always count on me to shed a tear, even if the movie doesn't you know call for it. Uh, I give the easy laugh when it comes to you know all forms of entertainment. I just like to feel good. Well, I don't know if it's this isolation or just me getting older, but I've decided I I need to repent in my ways because when it comes to this movie, I feel bad that I've praised so many other movies because this may be the perfect movie, guys. I love this so much. I think the pacing of it is incredible. The animation style is like Something I've never seen. There were various points throughout it that I thought I was actually like in a comic book. It's just the craziest thing. I love the direct references to the other Spider movies. Uh, you know, with the try, he says, "Stop the train." Uh, they have the dancing at the beginning where he's talking about in I think oh it was Spider Man yes. Three when he does all that. It stuff. absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, they have the Spider Man at the computer meme that happens when they're in the lab. Like, there's just so many things, and like when it all comes down to it. I love the fact that we get all these different people from different dimensions that are coming together and we see that Spider-Man isn't just this white dude, you know, living in Brooklyn. It's, you know, it can be 
a, a person of color when it's Morales. It can be Gwen Stacy, a Spider Woman. Uh, we can have Penny, who's the young woman of color from Asia. It's just it's inclusive, but in a way that doesn't feel like they're doing it just to do it. It felt just so natural and so beautiful. And I just loved that. And I loved the overall theme of no matter where you are, whether you have powers or not, you have responsibilities in this world to yourself and to others. And I thought that was just awesome. I love this movie. I I think I would give it more than 97%. I'm just super in love with it. So that's my hot take. That is a hot take. That was <laughs> scorching. I love it. Um, uh, so I also love this movie. Um, I thought I really loved it until I just heard Bugs's uh, hot take. Um, but I knew I was going <laughs> to love. Oh, you're good. I knew I was going to love it uh, from that. What you already mentioned uh, when they referenced that Spider-Man three dancing. I just yeah, thought that was right. hilarious. Uh, the humor and comedic timing, like you mentioned as well, is perfect in this. It makes this movie so much better. Uh, the production quality was top notch. Again, it's just like being in an uh, in action, like a live action comic book. Um, yeah. That animation was like nothing I've ever seen. Um, and I even love that, like you got the comic book font whenever we were hearing the thoughts in his head. Oh, I loved so that cool. bit. Yeah. Um, I thought the soundtrack and the original score were awesome. Um, every time the prowler comes on screen and that crazy noise comes in, it was so effective. Um, I yeah. loved all of the acting performances, the script, uh, in the dialogue. Um, I like the message that the creators are trying to convey that young people are powerful and can become heroes if they want to. Um, yeah. And I just, yeah, I enjoyed everything about this film is definitely one of my favorite movies just overall uh, from 2018. Um, and it definitely deserved the Oscar for best, uh, best animated film for sure. Um, one thing that I was wondering, and actually Kelsey brought it up, um, I didn't even really notice it, but hadn't really thought about it. Was the radioactive spider from a different dimension? Because yes, it, it kind of like glitched out. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Because so, it had that weird glitch out thing yeah, 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 totally. when he touched it. So like, do we know where it was from? Uh, I would guess it. I don't I don't know. That's a good thing. Okay. I, I, you know, it's like doing the glitchy thing and you see that it is, but I, my mind didn't even go there maybe because the movie's so fast paced, but that is something I wonder if people have looked into. We should do the research and see. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got the number 42 on it, which I think is the series in which Miles Morales, uh, came in, you know, to the, to the spider verse. Uh, so okay. I assume it's, uh, it seems like to me that the reference is there's one, you know, spider that can give powers to these people in each dimension. Um, so, being that there was already a Peter Parker in Miles's dimension, you just get this one now. But I don't know where it came from. Yeah, that's a good question. I didn't read any trivia about it either, so I don't know. Good no. question. Yeah, just wondering. But uh, other than that, uh, loved everything, and and I thought it was just so visually stunning. And uh, I will definitely keep watching it. It was something I'll be able to watch over and over. Yeah, so good, so good. Uh, Sammy or Chance, who wants to go next? I will go. Um, I also loved this movie i while i was watching it i was thinking you know i don't know if any animated film has ever been done like this but i've never seen anything that's right. ever been done like this so it just i felt like it bridged a gap that's never been bridged like 
just every detail of it. I, I pointed out to Adam that like people are out of focus when you're yeah. when you're when you're doing animation, you can have everything in focus if you want, but they like there's so much detail paid attention to yes. and it's just so beautifully done. Um I also loved what Bugs was talking about. The whole general theme of this movie is that anyone can be powerful and anyone can be heroic. They just need to stop trying to be someone else and step into their own power. Um yeah. and I mean, I loved it. I, I, the whole, his whole speech at the end, is the heart of the movie, and I loved it. I loved it so much. I don't have much to say that you guys didn't already say. <laughs> yeah, fair yeah, enough. yeah. I feel like I pretty much just uh, reiterated what Buke said. <laughs> sorry, well, guys. So. I really went off on a tangent there. <laughs> You're I'm sorry. good. You're good, man. <laughs> Chance, what do you got, buddy? I mean, you guys were definitely all over it because this is like maybe one of my favorite movies like of the past 10 years uh, this is my second time watching it and i spent the whole time kind of trying to find some aspects that i didn't like and there's only yeah. really one thing that caught me and it as someone who went to college for writing uh, maybe i'm overly critical but kingpin shooting his uncle aaron seemed like a really forced story plot move because it's like why would he shoot him so quickly right yeah there <laughs> uh, yeah. was no like uh disagreement with them before that or anything yeah. you know like yeah it's right. like you assume something yeah. like that was going on and that was kind of the only thing in the whole movie that i was like okay that was a very forced plot point because he needed the sacrifice you know right but that's it uh this movie's incredible i i have written here i felt like it's a radioactive spider bit an actual comic book then you nice. get this yeah, movie nice but it kind of goes in a category all of its own. Like I was just talking about the last 10 years, uh, Blade Runner 2049 and Mad Max are like two of my favorite, like modern marvels of style. And I put this kind of in that same category of just movies that are like an overload of visual stimulation. Uh, and this one was kind of like a urban pop art comic book. Like yeah, on, yeah. A, on rhythm, like with the music and just nonstop. Um, and it, it's like a different art direction, so it kind of in, in could incorporate the different styles between like realism and absurdity. So like mm -hmm. you couldn't really get those without this kind of absurd, out there, different animation that they they went with. So you could have like John Mulaney's character, but also Morales's universe is very realistic at the same time for the most part yeah, you know totally um again i i have written i'd love the jab at the spider-man 3 with chris pine at the beginning uh, <laughs> yeah. so good and on like a note that you guys kind of talked about the underlying theme of like the whole movie seemed to be kind of like living with the consequences of your actions which is kind of like ultimately what spider-man's story has always been about but they actually did it in a fresh way uh because this whole yeah character and series needs that because they've retold the uncle ben story so many times um <laughs> right. i thought the seamless introduction of each spider-man was really cool how it was kind of the same way that each one yes. was told um everybody i know that's seen this loved it and i still feel like it's kind of underrated you know what i mean like i feel like it still kind of went under the radar a little bit maybe maybe that yeah it's just me because i'm kind of out of touch with pop culture but uh yeah i would love to see more stuff like this i know 
it it's perfect for Spider-Man, but I'd love to see like an X-Men take or something like that in this style. But uh Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm up there with you Bugs. I think it may be one of my favorite films from the last decade, so uh it's great. So so good. Nice. Love it. Very cool. Well, uh, why, why don't we go to our favorite acting performance? Let's do The Dude. The Dude. I'm The Dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, Duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Sammy, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I just, I had Jake Johnson. I loved him since yes. New Girl. Yeah. I'm really excited for him that he got a role like this and I thought he killed it. He was funny where he needed to be, like touching when he needed to be. I thought he was great. Oh, I'm totally with you. I I uh, I feel like the movies that he's done have kind of been stinkers for the yeah. most part. So I was really happy he was on this cuz he plays that like non ambitious kind of cranky but lovable guy yes. so well <laughs> yeah and right. he had he had so many uh like the most lines that made me laugh out loud for sure yeah. so he's one of my favorites at yeah i totally agree with you <laughs> yeah that's a great pick for sure chance who'd you have buddy i actually also had jake johnson but that's saying something because i the cast is so strong and there's not really a weak point anywhere uh but right i'm with you guys i i think my favorite funny lines throughout were mostly him and that's saying yes. something too because there's so many great funny dialogue like lines in this of dialogue uh but his were just delivered so perfectly and believably that he was this kind of washed up spider-man that uh i i yeah. decided he was my dude for this one love it that's a great pick who'd you have rob uh, definitely him, um, but just shout out to uh, Shamik Moore as Miles Morales. Um, I wasn't familiar with uh, Shamik Moore before this. I had heard that he did that movie Dope. Yeah, which uh, is that was really cool. Right, and yeah. I, I heard that he was amazing, and definitely. so I'm definitely going to go back and watch that for sure. Um, but such a fun character, this smart kid dealing with these big changes in his personal life, and then you know, gets uh, thrust uh, with having to save the world. I always find that entertaining, and I thought he was very convincing and added a lot of humor. I thought he was great. Yeah. I nice. actually had him as honorable mention, and I didn't realize until after that he was the guy from Dope, which I I remember really enjoying. I watched it years ago now, but uh, yeah. he was also great in that. But he was – I had a hard time picking between those two, so I'm all yeah, about I feel that. Shemeek Moore. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, for sure. That was the exact same struggle I was having between those guys. I thought Jake Johnson was really good and really funny, but I ended up going with Shamik Moore uh, for mine. I thought his character arc was just so fun, and it felt very Spider-Man-esque to me. Like, he's mm -hmm. vulnerable, but also strong. He's trying to, you know, take responsibility for his actions and be something else for a while, and then he realizes he can do everything he wants to do, but he has to be himself, and just... I don't know, just like the softness that he had to himself, I thought was really cool. So I ended up picking him, but I loved them both. And like we said, everybody in this was so good. So, Absolutely. Well, yeah. let's talk about everybody else. Let's go to the Tucci Awards. <laughs> Tucci. <laughs> well, let's just go same, same order. Sammy, why don't you start it off? Nice. Well, this was pretty much already decided before the, I even started the movie because John Mulaney is my favorite comedian. <laughs> nice. He is the best. I love him he so is much. A I've seen all of his uh, uh, specials multiple times. But 
him as the pig was incredible. Every line was like just absurd, <laughs> so but funny. perfect yeah. enough. Um, and a fun fact about him, because I watch every interview that he does, is that he he walked into the recording room having no not like not really sure what the movie was and just they were like just like you're a pig and you're a superhero just improv and he like most of his lines were him just improving that's amazing that's awesome (laughs) well didn't they say that he put a bunch of swear words in it too oh yeah because because he cut him out (laughs) yeah he wasn't sure what the project was so he was just like ad-libbing as what he his idea of a superhero pig and it was very inappropriate, so they had to, That's like, awesome. clue him in a little bit more. And then he was like, oh, got it. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he's that. my Tucci. Nice. Great pick. Who'd you have, Chance? I, I had a tough time with this, but I went with Mahershala Ali. Because, um, yeah. you know, he brought both the kind of villainous side of the role and the humorous side of the role when he's, like, con- connecting with Miles. And I thought that was cool. Uh, and also Chris Pine, because he, like, that's kind of a big name to have in your movie for, you know, five minutes, I thought. Uh, yeah. And kind of. And he was great. He was great. And it was cool that he was kind of like the OG Spider Man, you know. Yeah. Loved it. And his voice was is similar to Jake Johnson. So it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, if you aren't good with voices, you might not even know. So I uh, had him as an honorable mention. But again, you could give it to anybody. Man, right. I didn't even uh, really think about him as an honorable mention just because he was like it was in the beginning and then I kind of forgot. But his timing is so great. He's totally. like really awesome. yeah. legitimately funny. And you don't usually see the people that have like Chris Pine's looks be that funny. <laughs> right? uh, totally. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's yeah, good call for calling him out. Um I think uh, mine was uh, John Mulaney as well, but I'm going to give uh, uh, Catherine Hahn as Doc Ock yeah. some nice. love. I love her I think, so much. I think she's so great, and I love that they you know do the switch from male to female. I, I had only known Doc Ock to be Alfred Molina in yeah, Spider-Man 2. Right, so. right. And he was great, but I definitely liked this change. It was so much funnier. Um, than Alfred Molina's take on it and just made a lot of the lines just give it that extra punch. And uh, yeah, Catherine Hahn's great. Yeah, loved that for sure. I, she was on my list uh, and so was Mahershala, but I, I think I might have to give it to Brian Tyree Henry, uh, yes. Miles' dad. Uh, yep. He was Paperboy in Atlanta, if anybody watched that. Uh, yep. I just thought he was great, man. When he got tender, it was perfect. Uh he just he played the part of a dad so well, and I believed it so much that it was just it was super fun. I was super into it. Did you ever see that movie Widows? No, I haven't because you didn't care for it very much. I didn't. I didn't like. He was one of the best parts of that movie. Yeah, I like, I heard from a couple people like eh, I wouldn't go out of your way, so I haven't. But now I got some time on my hands, so I should check it out because I do yeah. want to see it. But. Everything I've seen him in, he was in that Beale Street movie. Um, he was yeah, in the Joker right. too. He yeah. just had like a little bit in the totally. Joker. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's a tremendous actor. For I think sure. he's great. Yeah, and yeah. he was so. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's got this way. Like he obviously has a lot of like strength in his character, but also just again that softer edge that really comes through in Miles. And I I liked that a lot. That through line. It was cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. 
Any other um, honorable mentions? I had one other one. I thought that uh, Lily Tomlin. Oh, she was so uh, great. Aunt May was she was great. Just a way feistier Aunt May than you yes. usually see. I love that uh, direction they took with her for sure. Yeah, and she even gets in on the action a little bit, which was fun. Um, yeah, I really. Have you guys ever seen? The clip of David O. Russell losing his mind on Lily Tomlin while they were filming I Heart Huckabees. No. Um, You need to YouTube that because it is absolutely amazing. Um, It's like kind of like Christian Bale-esque when he goes absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more David O. Russell doing that. They just did not like each other at all. I would highly recommend checking that out. (laughs) Uh, You'll just have to check it out. It was really Uh, funny, though. Hard, hard, hard. I have it. I have it. I'll send you guys the link. We'll watch it afterward. Okay. Nice. Deal. That's sweet. Uh, anybody else have any other honorable mentions? Man, I was so am good. normally really good at, at voices, but I didn't realize until the end that it was like leave Schreiber as kingpin. Yes. Oh yeah, that right. Was pretty cool because I I like him a lot. I you know haven't seen him in a ton of stuff, but uh, I thought that was kind of cool that he did you know he, he kind of fooled me I, I never would have guessed who that was absolutely i and, thought yeah when i saw it was Leif schreiber at the end i was like whoa yeah would have never ever guessed that 100 yeah, good call and i thought it was kind of surprising that that zoe kravitz came in just to do the tiny yeah. part of mary jane which is pretty cool yeah oh yeah. yeah and steinfeld was in it and she was great i thought as gwen stacy 100 percent. Oh, yeah. her, but she was awesome Haley seidenfeld yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> That's no. an inside I joke of that for right you, away. Uh, indoorsies out there. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I also saw that uh, Post Malone uh, was the Brooklyn bystander, oh, and he's yeah. got one. He's got a really funny line, actually. I, that'll we, come up in quotes. Rob, you oh, and really? Sammy and I watched that for the first time like last yes. year, whenever that was. And that's why that's why I thought of that. having you guys on, by the way. I, I didn't that. even mention Oh yeah, that, we forgot but. to say that. <laughs> well <laughs> anyway. At the end I remember seeing Post Malone's name in the credits and, and maybe Yeah, it's vaguely familiar. Yeah, you were sitting there, but we had every intention to go back and listen for it, but I've totally forgot until you just mentioned it, so I didn't catch it. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and they're pumping out Post Malone music throughout the whole thing. So he yeah. had, he got a lot of love with that movie. The it's music cool. in this is pretty great. I was going to yeah, say, speaking Overall. of, it's such yeah. a great soundtrack. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. For sure. Nice. Um, well, cool. If we don't have any more honorable mentions, uh, why don't we go to our best use of powers? Did you guys see I put that in the outline? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. For sure. Uh, we just thought that would be cool to go back to like our Marvel Mania sure. outline. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's keep it going with Sammy. Um, I, first of all, really liked when, uh, Miles uses his invisibility, uh, to like appear to, uh, Peter Parker versus Doc Ock. Um, and they don't, it takes a second. They don't know what's happening. And I like (laughs) that, like uncertainty for a minute. And then he pops up. It's a really, um, triumphant moment for him. Um, but then I think his best use would probably be at the end when he uses the lightning hand on Kingpin. Yeah. Sure. Out. Hey. hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny and it's and it's epic, so So good. Yeah. Nice. Great pick. What'd you have chance? Uh the electrocuting moment at the end with Kingpin was mine. There was probably a lot more, but this one wasn't on my mind as much as some of the other stuff, but uh it's it's such a perfect moment because, you know, 
of the storyline, how his uncle is the one that was sacrificed to as his story arc. So I thought that was kind of fun. And it was sure. humorous a little bit at the same time, moving and humorous. You can always get a thumbs up for me when you, you can get both of those things into a big scene. Nice. nice. What'd you yeah. I pr- uh, pretty much word for word. What Sammy said, really enjoyed the, uh, the invisibility and then, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Then the venom strike I thought was badass. So cool. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, the moment when uh, Spider Pig drops an anvil on his head. <laughs> nice. I love that Thank a lot. you. It yeah. was really great. Yeah. <laughs> That's I was great. super, super into that. It was very fun. Uh, but if I had to pick a runner up for me, it was uh, actually when Gwen Stacy uh, was doing all her like crazy acrobatic stuff. And she, I don't know, she just like has all that training, you know, or whatever. And it, it was really neat. I love that she's wearing point shoes the whole movie. Yeah, it's movie. the best. I love it's it It's the so best. Much. So cool. So yeah, nice. Good picks, guys. Yeah. Should well, we go let's, on to our uh, favorite scene? Absolutely. Let's pick the dingus. The dingus. <laughs> the dingus is quite simple, really. Dingus. Dingus. For me, it was the scene when they are, when... Miles is learning from Peter Parker how to s- swing through the trees. What is it? Thwi- Thwip yes. and release. Thwip and release. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That whole scene. It's just, it's like endearing to see him like trying and failing and, and endearing to see Peter Parker like teaching him. And um, it's just a nice relationship moment. And also you're like tense because they're, it's, it's life or death. And, um, there's some cute moments there. I just really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great Well, and pick. then we get introduced to Gwen Stacy yeah. after that, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I actually have that same scene at the top of mine. Um, I loved – because it's something different for Spider-Man with the trees. You don't see them all swinging through the trees very much in the movies and the comic books. Yeah. And the scientists chasing with the laser guns and a lot of humor. Maybe one of the, like, funnier – scenes like if you're thinking like lines back to back of them running out like the bagel and all that kind of stuff leading oh up my to god it. the bagel and when it hits the guy and says bagel over <laughs> bagel. Yeah. Yes. i was dying so yeah. funny uh but the other one would be this the final battle scene where all of the spider spideys i guess you could say are fighting all the villains and the different dimensions are like kind of going crazy with all the different colors it's kind of the like climax of all this crazy animation and the, yeah. the plot line itself so that that's definitely up there for me too nice um yeah i definitely had that uh, chasing through the tree scene way up there um i love when he gets his hand stuck in gwen's hair and <laughs> yes then has the whole puberty thing and then uh you know he runs away and uh, tells himself to play dumb to the guard and he's like not that dumb i love that whole bit <laughs> really um, good yeah and then goes immediately out to like walking outside on the building and then going into his room and finding out that uh he's probably spider-man i just thought that was a really fun way how he was able to figure that out so yeah. quickly i liked really the cool. how when the comic book stuck to his hand how the original spider-man was yes. do, saying the same stuff too i thought that was kind of clever and fun. really neat yeah it yes. was an effective way to do that too i liked yes. it a lot for sure uh i yeah i had those both written down i i think if i had to pick one it would be the doc ock scene uh because i love the reveal that she is doc ock because she seems so nice for like a second <laughs> you know <laughs> what i mean and then the chase and all that is just super funny and and great i loved it a lot 
So I probably would pick that, but I loved the bit of every time they reintroduced a Spidey. All right, yes. here's it for the last time. Like that all mm-hmm. was cool. And I really liked the gathering at Aunt May's house uh, when they were all telling their stories. And yeah. then, you know, the fight scene that was after that in her house and stuff. I loved that as a lot as well. So, Yeah, for sure. I also loved um, kind of like, you know, when he's figuring out how to use his powers and all that, that whole montage. So he's oh, yeah. going to find a, a building to jump off oh, that's of. that's so cool. And he gets up on the building and he's like ready to go. And then the like music swells and then everything just cuts. And he goes, you see him walking down the stairs <laughs> and then coming back outside and <laughs> yeah. looking at a smaller building. Smaller bu- yeah, yeah, so great. Well, I thought that that's just so great and perfect for this movie they just yeah have so much humor i enjoyed it and on the flip side of that too after having that scene where he didn't really succeed too well it you get the one where he's kind of come into his own and figured out he's ready to use his powers and then there's the super badass scene where he's going to the reactor like through new york city and it's like all this cool imagery and the upside down shot and all this kind of stuff yeah, where he's yeah. like falling down, but also rising up. That yeah, whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was probably the my favorite shot in the whole movie. Yeah, for sure. They said it that was me... like one of the first shots they conceptualized. Oh wow! That's I cool. read, which is cool. It brought me back to like the first Spider-Man and what you loved about that yeah. first, yeah, you know, totally. Tobey Maguire when you're just like, "What? This totally. is amazing!" So I yeah, also that's a really good point. loved the uh, his uncle Aaron when him and Miles went to like that weird place and did the graffiti tag Mm -hmm. that was so that whole scene was so cool and like the music was really awesome their relationship was super cool i I was just super into that i thought it was a really neat scene and they set it up so well and then to you know get the spider and have it bite him and not be a big thing at first and then be obviously a big thing was really cool uh yeah i loved the pacing of that yeah that was actually my uh runner-up scene because it's like still early enough in the movie that you don't really know how cool it's gonna get imagery wise and that's like the first taste of it and so it starts the movie off so beautiful yeah yeah (laughs) right yeah that was my runner-up but nice well it sounds like we all kind of agreed about the doc ock scene at least to some degree right rob yeah no I, i i think we all said that one so i feel like that would be an obvious uh, dingus. I would be very, very happy picking that. Nice. Great dingus. Well, let's do it. The dingus. Great has, dingus. Uh, it's presented itself as all great it dinguses has. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also just wanted to give a shout out for uh, probably the funniest end credit scene in any of these Marvel movies with the Earth 67. Oh. We've, we saw that the first time around and we totally skipped on it today, but we're going to go back and watch it after yeah it is great though you're right i love that it's so funny <laughs> but the I dingus has been chosen let's go and uh let's do our favorite quotes let's do show me the money show me the money this is really hard because there were so many funny ones um yeah right most of them were delivered by jake johnson for me uh yep I, I don't want to name too many. I'll name three. Um, the first one that was my favorite, one of my favorites, was when Jake Johnson and him, it's the Doc Ock scene, they're running out, and he's, Miles is, or, yeah, Miles, Miles is, like, trying to hold the computer and the monitor, and he's, like, like 
so confused <laughs> and like yeah. having trouble. And Jake Johnson's like, good news. We don't need the monitor. <laughs> Just chucks <laughs> it. That's so great. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Um, Another one of his that I thought was great was when he said, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Do I want kids? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God, I loved that so much. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, and then the third one, which was actually just a bystander, uh, was when Mary Jane is giving the speech to the crowd and she <laughs> she oh, says yes. something, you know, like, we're all Spider-Man. We're, we're, we're counting on you. And he goes, yes, they're counting on me. And the, and a random guy next to him says, probably not you specifically. I think it's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. I saw that uh, they listed that guy as metaphor man. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's great. Uh, great picks. Chance, chance, you have some, some quotes. Oh, speaking of that scene, I thought the, the Jake Johnson, Peter Parker talking to the original universe, Mary Jane, about oh, bread yeah. and actually yeah, trying to get yeah. his feelings across was so f- <laughs> funny. Sorry <laughs> no, for my friend no, no, there, I love but it. Uh, it, it was necessary. And um, <laughs> it was. Sammy mentioned this earlier, the Thwippin release was really funny to me as a comic book reader because Thwip has been the yeah. the kind of onomatopoeia or whatever, the sound, the that they've used in the comics since the beginning. And I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, and one that I only noticed on the second watch through that I thought was kind of cool and goes with the whole the fact that this movie is kind of forward thinking that spite their time, they're talking about the plan to go in and steal the computer or go into the lab where Doc Ock is. Yeah. And he is talking in his head or, or I guess he and miles are talking and it's kind of showing what's about to happen or what is happening. Yeah. Uh, and he says he needs to find the head scientist and he's creeping up on a man. And they, yes. Miles or someone corrects him that it's actually a woman. Yes. And he says, yes. oh, first I have to re-examine my personal yeah. biases, which I thought was <laughs> yes. really funny and clever. I loved it so much. So I definitely put that on there. That was one of my favorite moments. And there's nice. no shortage of honorable mentions. Like anything that uh, Peter Parker, number two, said was great. Jake Johnson. Loved it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have a bunch of Peter, uh, Peter B. Parker, uh, Jake Johnson quotes for sure. Uh, when he is talking with uh, Doc Ock, she's like, "An entirely different Peter Parker." Okay, a little bit of a gut, perhaps from dimensional warping. Peter Parker's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I was way <laughs> flatter before I warped. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, that made me laugh so hard. Um, the uh, Pretty much any time John Mulaney said anything I thought was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so, so, you know, good. he's like, that's all, folks. And Peter B. Parker's like, is he allowed to say that legally? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like breaking the fourth yeah. wall. <laughs> really enjoyed that. Um, I love when uh, Jefferson Davis is like, with great ability comes great accountability. Oh, so funny. And Miles Morales is like, that's not how it goes. <laughs> it's not even the saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why don't you say some, Bugs? Uh, I had a couple of uh, a spider pig um, when he's like, they're talking and they're like, well, this can't get any weirder. And he like walks in for the first time. He's like, it can get weirder. <laughs> I love that so much. And then when they're all in the, uh, in Miles's room and his roommate comes in. Yes. I loved the, when he was like, when he was like, do animals speak in this dimension? Cause I don't want to freak him out. You know, like that whole thing was so great. 
I loved it so, yeah. so much. Uh, uh, one of the like more touching ones that I had was when uh, Jake Johnson goes, Miles, the hardest thing about this job is you can't always save everybody. And I thought that was very nice. I loved when they were running out and they had the bagel trying to act cool. Someone in the background just screams, he's got a bagel. <laughs> and I yeah. loved that a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I caught that. Oh, before. it's so funny. Like they're just, you know, trying to catch him. And I loved the interaction between uh, B. Parker and Miles when he's like, Miles tries to get him to help and he's just walking away. It's when they first meet. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, making you feel guilty. Is it working? He's like, does it look like it's working? It's not. Oh. Oh, no, no. Okay. Like, it was just so perfect. I loved every second of it. It was awesome. Nice. Otherwise, you guys said, I think, all of mine. I also had one more, like, touching one. Uh, Sure. That was my honorable mention. Uh, At the end, when Miles is giving, it's like the last thing that's said in the movie. Um but he says, I never thought I'd be able to do any of this stuff, and I can. Anyone can wear the mask. You can wear the mask. And I love yeah. that so much because I feel like I've – maybe I've said this on another, like, Black Panther or something, but or maybe – I don't know. But uh, for so many years, cinema and media was all great actors and great people, I'm sure, but, like, people who looked the same. And for so many years, all of these um, people who didn't look like that didn't really have anything to look to and see themselves in. And so this was not only did they put someone of color into the leading role, they made it the message very clear that like you, you are someone to be looked up to, like, like you have the power, you know, it's not just this one form that we've been taught to think is where the power is. So I just, I love that the choice of words for the end. And shout out to Marvel for kind of starting this trend in the comic books, uh, coming from the nerd, nerdy comic book reader here. Like, cause they made this ultimate change in the mid two thousands, like the aughts, I guess. And, and added like Nick Fury, who was always this like, Right, you know, white dude. He, they turned him into, you know, a black man, and eventually was you know Samuel L. Jackson in the movies, and then added Miles Morales to the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, killing off Peter Parker, and that was like such a big move for like the industry in general. So, shout out to Marvel for for being super cool and progressive in that way. Yeah, for sure. Nice. And I think that that line also speaks to like the the thing we can run into and it seems to happen on the internet a ton just like the whole concept of gatekeeping you know where it's mm-hmm. like you have to have been a fan for a million years to be yes. able to really like something yeah. and i felt like it spoke to that a little bit too like totally. hey we can all just like this like yes. you know we can all be a fan of this and uh, i like that as well so That's yeah great. i think those are great nice nice um, the only other honorable mention I wanted to give was, uh, cause I had mentioned it earlier, but the Brooklyn bystander who was uh, post Malone, he's uh, looking at a glitch stoplight and he says, I think it's a Banksy. Oh, oh yeah. That was him. Right. Oh, that was that was I remember that line. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. That's and hilarious. that made me laugh and I was like, it's post Malone. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's we hilarious. both laughed at that. Yeah. We That's laughed so at that cool. and had no idea. That's cool. That is yeah. cool. 
Nice. Did you guys have any other ones, or should we move on to Bugs Boo moments? That's all I have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's do it. That's wham. All right. Um, so I picked four for this. Okay. Um, we'll see how I did. And again, you guys, uh, if I miss any, just let me know. Okay. Um, so the first one I have is uh, when his uncle dies and says that Miles is the best of us and keep oh. going. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when uh, when they all tie up Miles and tell him he's not ready, and then his dad comes to the door and tells him he loves him. Yeah. Some people yeah. drift apart. That whole speech. Yeah. Really beautiful. Love. Pretty that. sweet. Yep. Um, when Miles makes Peter go back to his dimension and, and take a leap of faith. I loved that callback to the whole leap of faith. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't say that during quotes, but that was one of my favorite quotes is when he's like, yeah. how will I know? How do I know I won't screw it up again? And he's like, you won't. That's right. It's a leap of faith. And the callback to that was beautiful. Yeah. Loved yeah. that so much. Did it make you boohoo? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and uh, the last one I had is uh, when he hugs his dad as Spider-Man and tells him he loves him. Yeah. It's funny, but I thought it might have gotten though, a little a tear out of you. It's so lovely. Yeah. Um, did you guys have any other ones you thought that he could have gotten a little misty? Did you say when uh, Uncle Aaron dies? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, yep. then, yeah. Yeah. What about when Aunt May sees uh, Peter B? Ooh, good call. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to put it to number five with that. That's a very good call. Hughes had to have It's cried. a very good call. <laughs> yeah, It's a very good call because it definitely got me. And oh, when I Miles says, I, I was there and I'm so sorry. Oh. That line read just killed me. I could cry right now. It's so pretty. I think I'm Love underestimating it. how easily you cry. I think I need oh. to watch a movie with you. You certainly we, are. Whatever yep. your whatever the estimate is, you're underestimating. It does, <laughs> yep. like, are there I enough? legitimately during the entirety of Engram was crying. Like the yep. the, t- the entire time. Are there enough Kleenexes in this coronavirus world for you, Bukes? Yeah, are you okay? Uh, you know, I don't have to leave the house, so I just have a crying shirt now, and that seems to work pretty well. Um, the laundry bills have gone up, though, so yeah. <laughs> well, so we got five Bukes. Were we close, or? You were close-ish. Okay. Close-ish. Uh, there's three more. Well, okay. Um, what about when... Ooh, the right. main yeah, yeah. main Spider-Man dies. The OG Chris Pine Spider-Man. Yeah, that definitely okay. got me. <laughs> okay, that got me for sure. Um, and that uh, that's one of them because uh, he tells him he has to like take over, and it's it's so interesting because when you watch it again, you realize what he's doing. But he's like, "Oh, it'll be fine. I'll I'll meet you next time, and we'll get us all sorted out." But he knows he's gonna die because he can't run. You know, and all yeah. that. So I, I loved that a lot. Did was one of them when uh, I can't remember her name, but Kamiko Glenn when her robot thing dies. Oh right. Yeah, when Penny's robot dies. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. You guys almost have it. There's only one more. And it's you guys kind are better of an at this than one. me. Uh, obvious well it will be once you hear it i mean it happens very fast is it when he realizes his uncle is uh the villain no but i did get crazy goosebumps during that part (laughs) i love that reveal it's so good 
Yeah, that was because he's invisible, right? And yeah. he like comes into the room. Yeah, that was a great scene too. Yeah. It's the second best reveal in any Spider-Man <laughs> movie ever. The first being Michael Keaton. Oh, right. There you go. Oh. Yeah. So that good. was great. I don't know. I'm stumped. All right. Yeah, what do you got, man? Well, it happens when he goes into the store to go to the funeral and buy the mask and Stan Lee is in there. Oh, of course. Oh, right. Of course. And he yep. says it always fits eventually. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I'm sure you guys read this in the trivia and stuff, but I'll just say it now. This was the the last voice part Stan Lee ever got to do. Wow. Yeah. Before he died. So it. Uh, I can remember being in the theater and I was just like, ah, yes. God. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that too in the theater because it had just happened like, yeah, right before was, the movie came out. I don't remember exactly what the like time difference was, but it was real fresh. So yeah, yeah and it was. I I just really liked that part. I thought it was fun. It felt very Stan Lee ish because it was like you know it was cheeky and you know fun, but it also had some meaning to it. So that definitely got me. That was the only yep. other one. That was obvious. You're right idiot (laughs) you did you did great (sighs) okay eight boohoos for this that's really not too bad i didn't think so either i thought i did pretty well (laughs) yeah you did a really good job man i'm uh my cold calloused heart in this isolationist world (laughs) (laughs) well uh all right let's go to movie trivia man what do you got for us all right so uh speaking of stan lee anytime you press pause uh anytime the train goes by uh, there's always an image of Stan Lee. He's in almost every single train that goes cool. by in the whole movie. Wow. And that's because all the animators wanted to animate him. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And he also is like an extra walking around and stuff, I guess. So I thought that was just really neat. Um, the uh, unique animation style of the Spider-Verse aims to make the, feeler, or make the viewer feel as if they are in the pages of a comic book, which I thought yeah. they accomplished really well. Oh, and Very I, much. According to Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, the film combined the latest computer-generated anima- animation technology with a hand-drawn artistry. Uh, and I guess, so if you like freeze it at any part in the movie, you'll see illustrations that look like they're hand-drawn with touches and stuff. And I just thought that was like... It came across really well, but it it's neat to know that much thought went into it, you know? Yeah. I totally. loved that a lot. Uh, it was Peter Ramsey's idea to hold off on the visual comic language, word bubbles, panels, etc., until Miles is bitten by the spider. And I didn't notice that, but right. going back and thinking about it, that's super, There, you know, it's obviously right. And that was super effective to wait. I thought that was a really cool. And then... Um, Brian Michael Bendis, who created the comic book version of Miles Morales, credits three things that happened to inspire him to make Miles an African-American. Uh, his two adopted black children, uh, Barack Obama becoming president, and nice. then Donald Glover wearing Spider-Man pajamas on an episode of Community. <laughs> oh, amazing. Which I was like, that's so awesome. <laughs> and the biggest travesty <laughs> in all of our lives is we never got Donald Glover <laughs> as Miles Morales. Right. But we did get him in. We got him uh, as Lando. Yeah, well, Lando, but we I, we did get him in one of the Spider-Mans, right? Yeah, he's actually Miles uh, Morales' uncle in right. sp- uh, the first one, Homecoming, I think, right? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, the Michael Keaton Homecoming. one, yeah. Yep, because yep. he talks about he's got, a, he's got a kid, or he's got a nephew who lives in this area when he's, like, stuck to the back of the car and there's ice cream in there and stuff. 
That's pretty cool. I never actually put so that good. connection together or realized or read anything yeah. about that. No. And apparently in the episode where Donald Glover is wearing Spider-Man pajamas is animated and on the TV when we first oh, meet Uncle wow. Aaron, I guess. Wow. That's oh, that's I didn't great. go back and look, but I read that, so I thought that was really neat. That is but, yeah, neat. That was all the trivia I had. Um, you mentioned that 180 animators were in there, and it's the largest crew. That's by... crazy. Okay, cool. No, I didn't mention sure. it, but I read it. Oh. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, that that happened. It's the most uh, amount of animators ever. On yeah, that's wild. Sony animation. Yeah. Um, and then just saw that the film was dedicated to Steve Ditko, uh, who was uh, one of the co-creators. Um, he died on July 6, 2018. Um, and then, yeah, of course, Stanley, who died uh, November 12th, 2018. So. so he died November 12th. When did this movie come out? Do you know offhand? I don't. I'll look here while you keep talking. That was it. That was oh, all I okay. had. Um, you hit everything else that I found interesting. Um, did you guys have any trivia at all that you knew about? The only thing that I knew was the John Mulaney thing that he didn't know what movie what he was yeah, doing that's when super he recorded. Sure. <laughs> but that yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, so I'm so glad they picked him. Less than a month later that when this wow. was released. Yeah, because so I remember sense, I remember feeling super... like it was real fresh. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. Nice. Well, um, will there be a sequel, Judgment Day? There's got to um, be. Yeah, it, uh, we will have a sequel. It looks like it's set to release April 8th, 2022, Ooh. but who knows if that will stay <laughs> the same after all of this craziness. That yeah. should be far enough away, you'd think, that they wouldn't. You would well, think. I don't know. But yeah, they also right. got to put a ton of work yeah, into all right. that animation. Well, you're thankfully, right. animation is is already kind of social distancing anyway, I feel like, right? True. That is, just a that is true. Alone. true. <laughs> yeah, if Hopefully, they can be yeah. doing it from home, yeah, yeah, I would think that they could still probably get some stuff done for sure. Um, but yeah, they definitely set it up for a sequel with Miles talking with Gwen from the different dimension at, yes. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Love it so much. Can't wait so, for that. Be yeah, so that'll cool. be fun. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, well uh, what do you guys think? Should we do a little movie game? Ooh, a yeah. game, you say. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I made a uh, an initials game for this. Oh, you uh, did? We like to call it the imitation game. Yeah, I did. Um, and you guys have played this. I'm not going to go through all the rules. Just, just uh, say your name so I know who is calling in. And um, yeah, all of these are going to be movie related. And uh, the initials that we're going to have for all of these will be the letters S and M, because I'm a saucy minx. You are a saucy uh, Let's minx. go uh, with, uh, here we go, number one. Are you guys all ready? Yes. Are we good? Yeah. All right. Number one, born in 1945. Number two came to public notice in the 60s as a writer for the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Number three. He's a successful actor, author, playwright, musician who's earned Emmy, Grammy, and Sammy. Steve Martin? Steve Martin is correct. Ding, 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 ding. Nicely done. Sammy's on the board. After question number one, I thought Steve Martin and then that was the only thing I was going to believe. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I've I've noticed that when I call in right away, uh, I almost always get it wrong. So uh, probably good to, to listen to it a little yeah. bit. Nice. Um, number two, born in 1995. 
Number two, he was in the Netflix series The Get Down in 2016 about a ragtag group of teens that run wild in the streets of the Bronx in the 70s playing character Shaolin Fantastic. Number three, his first lead role in a film was playing Malcolm in 2015's Dope. Oh, Bukes. Bukes. Uh, God, I have to remember what his name is. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the pod. Shaquem Moore? <laughs> Shameek. That, that is in. Oh. oh, he came back yeah, with it. I'll, I'll give it, it to you. Yeah. That's great. Oh, dang it. I'm such an idiot. Uh, you, were, you, you were about to say it, but you I didn't was know. about to say it, but I didn't know. I'm not one of these guys like Bukes who just plows right into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I don't get a lot of answers, so I had to try. God. Uh, well, you got it. But, Are you uh, sure? Because I didn't. Yeah, say oh, of it course. Right. No, okay. you came back and you got okay. it. I'm fine with that. Um, all right. Here's the third one. This film was released in 2008. Oh God. Hold on. One second. <laughs> I didn't write this right. It's not released in the film or in the year 200. So I just have to double check. The year 208. <laughs> I don't know if it was 2008. Just let me look real quick. They wrote it on a All scroll. Oh, stick man. <laughs> and then moved the scroll around like it was moving. Uh, it's beautiful. All right. I got it. Here we go. Starting over. All right. Here's the third one. This film was released in the year 2000. Chance. Spider-Man. No, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Uh, you will not be able to answer for the rest of this one. Uh, you guys, you we'll get to listen see to about the other. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, clue number two. Despite a mixed critical reception, the film has gotten a cult following. It grossed 278 million on a 19 million dollar budget. Number three, Sherry O'Terry plays a reporter named Gail Hailstorm. Number four, its lead role was Cindy Campbell, played by Anna Ferris. Number five, there have since been four other parody horror films. Only the first two were directed oh, by Keenan Ivory Waynes. Bugs. Scary movie. Scary movie is correct. Ding, 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 ding. I had that in my head, and I should have waited. Yep. Yep, it happens, man. (laughs) Um, So, Bugs, you're in the lead. Two. Two. We got two. two. Sammy won. Sammy has one. Chance has nothing so far. All right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, some of these are kind of hard, so uh, bear with me. Wait, have these uh, been the easy ones? (laughs) They have been. They have been. Oh, God. (laughs) Number four. Born in 1934. Number two, a film, television, and theater actress, singer, dancer, and activist. Number three, her brother is Warren Beatty, which I had no idea. Hmm. Number four, she is a six-time Academy Award nominee, winning Best Actress Once, for her role in Terms of Endearment. Number five, she's received the Cecil B. DeMille Award, and her last film was last year's Christmas film with 
Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader called Noel. Oh, God, I never saw that. Oh, I thought for sure you did. That's why no. I put that in there. Poop. Sammy's All right. like biting the, like, at her, the answer over here. I don't have it, but I, oh, I'm going to be so disappointed more? when you say it. Nope. That was number five. That was, that was it? it? Oh, God, I have yep. no idea. All right. Any guesses? Five, four, three, uh, Stephanie two, Miller. One. It, nope, that was a really good guess. Um, but no, we're missing uh, Shirley MacLaine, you guys. Oh, oh I've heard I that was name. so close. I didn't, yep. I didn't see either of those movies. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, this one might be easier. Let's hope. Crossing fingers. Okay. Number five. This film was released in 2008. Number two, the it was the top two build actors' first major motion picture leading roles. Number three, it was directed by Danny Boyle. Number four, it won eight Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Number five. A Mumbai teenager reflects on his life after being accused of cheating on India's oh, version Bukes. of Who Wants Bugs. Go for Slumdog it. Slumdog Millionaire. Uh. That is correct. Ding, 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 Whew. ding, ding, ding. All righty. Let's go to number six. I'm a tough time over here. Like None of <laughs> yeah. them are coming to my head until right when I ring in. I got you, man. Nothing um, written well, down. Let's it's horrible. Let's see how you do. Uh, let's see how you do on number six here. Born in 1973. Number two, got a BFA at the Rhode Island School of Design. Number three, something I found very interesting. He was supposed to be on the American Airlines Flight 11 from Boston that was hijacked on 9-11 and went into the World Trade Center. But he was hung over from speaking at his alma mater the night before. Wow. He messed up his flight time and arrived 10 minutes after the plane doors had closed. Oh, wow. I've heard this story. Holy crap. Who the heck was that? I had not heard this, and that shocked me. Mm. Number four, he's an actor, animator, filmmaker, comedian, and singer. Number five, the creator of the series Family Guy, American <gasps> Dad, the clip. Sammy. Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane is nice. correct. Ding, 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 Nicely ding, 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 done. Wow, I did not know Yeah, I that never knew one. about that one fact. That's crazy. Dude. I, think I heard him talk about it on a podcast once or something. It's, it's super unbelievable. He doesn't, really, he doesn't really like to talk about it that much because he, 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 he doesn't want to like dwell on it. Yeah. Well, that could yeah. send you down a spiral, I'm sure. Yeah. Just like survivor's guilt and uh, yeah, yeah, just everything. Oof, yeah. That blew my mind when I read That's that. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, so what do we have? Is it three to two at this point? Yep. I have three. Sammy has cool. two. Chance has a good attitude. <laughs> 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 All right. Here's number seven. This character was created in 2008. This character was an actress on a famous TV show. Number three, that TV show is called Crime Scene, Scene of the Crime. Bukes. Bukes. Sarah Marshall. Sarah Marshall is correct. Ah. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. 
Nice. The last one is she. Uh, this character dumped Peter Bretter for Elda Snow and was played by Kristen Bell. <laughs> I could have gotten it there. Uh, but... Yep, yep. <laughs> I always just thought that was so funny. Crime scene. Scene of the crime. Scene of the crime. <laughs> yeah, <that's> so good. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, all right. Here comes another tough one. We're going uh, number eight here. Born in 1930, died in 1980. Number two was nicknamed the King of Cool, and his anti-hero persona made him a box office draw in the '60s and '70s. Chance, Chance, is it Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen is correct. Ding, ding, nice. ding! Chance is on the board. Nicely done, sir. <laughs> Good job. Uh, number nine, born in 1965. Number two, an English film and stage director. Producer and screenwriter. Number three. In theater, he's known for his dark reinventions of the stage musicals Cabaret, Oliver, Company, and Gypsy. Number four. Was married to Kate Winslet from 2003 to 2011. Number five. Made his directorial debut with American Beauty, which won him an Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Director, and was nominated for... Bukes? Sam Mendes? That's correct. Nice. Said he was nominated for last year's World War I drama in 1917. Nicely done. I only got that because of my buddy Dave, because he cares about directors. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. Way to go, Dave. You helped Bugs out on this. Um, so is it not winnable for anybody else? Have you gone away with I'm it out. at oh, this sure, point, yeah. Bugs? That is correct, yeah. And All right. This is a strange turn of events. Proving well, once again just... that we are in the multiverse and everything is possible <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> well, let's just keep going with these since I took time to do that. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> one more, right? <laughs> number 10, yes. Yeah, okay. I do have uh, a bonus that I oh, want to okay, do. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, number it. 10. Uh, this character first appeared in the book Amazing Fantasy number 15 in 1962. Number two. Since 2002, this character has been in 11 films and played by several Chance. actors. Chance. Spider-Man. You are correct. Nice. There it is. Nicely done. He just answers everything with Spider-Man until he gets it right. <laughs> Spider-Man. He got Spider-Man. It. That was super fun. Bugs, congratulations. Thank you get you. to pick uh, pick how we do our top five animated films. You bet your bottom dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, that was super fun, you guys. Thanks so much for being a part of this. Uh, God, what a great movie. It was really fun to talk to you guys. Always fun to talk to you guys, and it was great re-watching this movie again. So thanks. Uh, so fun. If you're for sitting sure. around and just looking for something to do, you should have watched this. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're doing this social distancing sessions. This is all stuff you can watch on Netflix, and you should definitely watch this movie. Um, well, I hope you have since yeah, we just talked just about it for so long. Thing, that's weird, and I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> Although my, I think that's what my mom does, so. <laughs> Hi, Mom. She's sweet. I love it. Hi, Monica. Uh, we want to make sure that you guys follow along. Uh, Chance and Sammy and myself are all on the Roguery Galactic podcast, at least for the first season. Uh, you guys can find that anywhere you find uh, podcasts in the world. 
Uh, make sure to rate and review them as well as us if you feel fit. But Rogery Galactic, check that out. Um, and thesammyjones.com, S-A-M-I-J-O-N-E-S.com, The Sammy Jones, if you guys want to check out her photography and uh, general musings, because it's all <laughs> really fun. So come check it out. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Very nice. Well, I'm Rob Lundquist. I'm Bukes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Until we talk to you next time, enjoy the great indoors. Oh, it's like an Easter egg. The right. sun is shining out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we wouldn't cool. know because we're so happy inside. Some people roll a boat or put on some skis. But we would rather sit on down and talk some movies. We're the avid indoorsmen. Come listen to our show. We're the avid indoorsmen. At home or on the go. We're the avid indoorsmen. We hope you love it so. So come on in and stay a while. We'll do our best to make you smile. We're the avid indoorsmen.